podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. with the rate my team go over what the fuck happened over the weekend pick out captains and cleans for game week 15 and then cover our teams yep we're gonna give a shout out to the top of the fml fpl league is a tie between two teams new new and covers william mm-hmm. c team name triple captain hazard game week one which he actually <laughs> did do for six points so it's terrible <laughs> for him and Gaer Jeldi, sorry for butchering your name, team name Isle of Nabumbu. They're Which both on... I, I googled. Did you look that up by any chance? Of course not. It's some really deep reference to a book that's a part of a 1971 Disney movie. So, right. yeah, we have we that need, going for us. Gaer, we need you to email us or tweet yeah, like, us what and the explain fuck? this to us. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, they're, insane. They're both on 834 points, about 2,600 overall rank, so congratulations for toppling our Cleveland Steamer yep. this week. Pretty fucking good. We'll get, we're going to make a conscious effort to do quicker rate my teams and quicker our teams as we've been getting some feedback from you guys saying that just what the fuck happened and Captain's Cleans is, is the meat and potatoes. So we're going to go rate my team from Umar. What do, what do we have, Alon? Yep, at the back he has De Gea and Hennessy, and then defenders he has Dawson, Neom on Watford, Kolarov, Zuma, and he still has Reese Oxford on West Ham, who hasn't seen a minute since like game week two. Yeah, so and Oxford's a problem. Yeah, um, he needs to go problem. as soon as he can get him. But uh, the rest of the defense looks really good. Yeah, the rest of the defense is very, very good. And I've gotten a lot of tweets about Kolarov and stuff, and I don't know if it's just our anxieties being projected onto other people but like everyone is as scared as we are about cliche but like he just scored a fucking goal he's been like one of their best players all season like i don't know maybe he's not a rotation risk we just don't know yet yeah i mean i just transferred him out that was a masterstroke by me i lost about 11 points on the transfer <laughs> but i think yeah at this point especially because cliche started today in their capital one cup game uh it's clear that Colorado's first choice in the league and yeah I mean of course I'll maybe get a game off in in the fixture pile up around boxing day and Christmas time but he's first choice so if you have him or if you've had him for a while getting rid of him for funds for someone else I mean you can argue that since they've been leaky lately but yeah he's good he's I don't think that he's as much of a 50-50 rotation risk as we've all been painting him out to be since, like, la- as he was last year. But, yeah, exactly. I agree. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the rest looks good. I mean, Yom's Watford defender's good. Zuma having him is a good shout. Chelsea are tightening up at the back. And their fixtures. West Park defender's always good. De Gea is good. Yep. Just Oxford is the sore thumb. Yep. Uh, midfield, he has Mane, Otsel, Mares, Ayu, and Westwood. His attackers are Aguero, Kane, and Lukaku. He also has two free, th- free transfers and point one in the bank. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have Alexis, which is strange. He, he was also checking his team out, and he's never owned Vardy, which could explain his like his rank's not too good. Yeah, it's a very um, abnormal team. Like so much money at the front, and then kind of a weak midfield. Like not the template this year. Yeah, I mean, he really just has Otsalamares, and then Mane's like been on the fringes, and Ayu's been out of favor for a while. But with two free. Th- 
with two frees and only point one in the bank, I mean, I think Ayu is very much the player that needs to go out. He would probably be my number one option out, right? Yeah, he was asking about Mane and Ayu. The, my problem is they both have such good fixtures this week. I don't want to lose Ayu home to Leicester, and I don't want to lose Mane home to Aston Villa. Yeah, so, but Leicester's defense over the last four or so has really tightened up. It's I was been looking better, at but Ayu also scored two games ago, and he was by far their best player versus Liverpool. I yeah, but he scoring. was still terrible. No, I mean... He, he, Did he even have a shot? I don't know, but they parked the bus against us. I don't think they'll do the same versus Leicester. Yeah, they'll be at home. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I'm mostly like, and we're going to get to this in the what the fuck happened, or maybe this is when we'll transfer to what what the fuck happened, but I know that we've mentioned a lot in previous podcasts about the fixture pileup and having depth and that kind of stuff, and he has a fifth midfielder that doesn't really play anymore in Westwood. And since he only has point one in the bank, he can't really do anything with Oxford anyway. So I was thinking kind of more conservative and because of those two fixtures for Mane and Ayu. And maybe doing like Westwood to Goss or Stanislas or something like that. And you make a point two or point three million and and then you can still have two free transfers next week and then maybe do some sort of Oxford double switch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. You think I'm too passive? Like a- it, not too passive. I, I think it's like a good idea, but I think Ayu is just such dead weight, regardless of fixture. I'd rather, like, he could do Ayu to Barkley and then float the other transfer and then deal with a double switch later, but mm-hmm. like, he can do Ayu to Barkley. Like, I think that's an easy transfer to make. Yeah, you'd, or Jerry. Yeah, or Jerry. I mean, Jerry, he saves a ton and he can upgrade Oxford to someone actually good. And Jerry was fucking incredible today for yeah, yeah, Everton. Nice. Yeah, yeah, his goal was so sick and then a nice assist, too. Yeah, that's what I would probably tip. But I'm not in a hurry to do Oxford transfer because the other four defenders he has are so good. So I'd probably just do Ayu, either Barkley or Dale Feo, and then just float the other because everything else looks fine. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I can't simple. argue with that. But uh, so the fixture pile up, though. So, I mean, we're, when we're talking about that is now that it's December and Boxing Day is coming up, I mean, you're looking at towards the end of the month when you have, like, December 19th is the last, like, fully week between games but then there are games like christmas in between new year's and christmas and then again like around january 3rd or so yeah so i mean there's like three or four games there within a week span so rotation comes thick and fast and there's really you can't really pick someone and say they're not going to be rotated they're not going to be rested then the games are so frequent but i think it's just so important to have a fully playing 15 because even goalies get rested sometimes yeah, and there's also other competitions. That's three Premier League games in like right. six or seven days, and then other teams are still in the Capital One Cup, the FA Cup has started, and there's Europa, and there's Champions League. There's just so much shit. Yeah. So I don't know about those le- other leagues, how they play in this pileup. I haven't looked that deep. but Me neither, but yeah. it's there. But in general, just like if you have someone who's not playing, like Oxford or Proto, like me, it's a big problem. And it's something, and I think we only have like two transfers or so left, of free transfers, before it start really, we start getting there. And I don't think you want to be taking a hit or doing anything like that just to get a bench player yeah. when something crops up or something like that happens. So it's a really good time to plan ahead now mm-hmm. and figure out how to get 15 players and to lose those fifth midfielders who are like, we, you know, me and you both have one Yama. That's, he's going to be two-pointers. So if we get someone a little better, if we're going to need that fifth midfielder, it's just something to think about now. Yep, totally. Yeah. 
Um, so that aside, I mean, obviously the big news this week is the uh, Alexis Sanchez injury over the weekend. Should he have played? Should he not have played? That's going to just weigh on Wenger's shoulders. Yep. But the fact of the matter is he's fucking hurt and he's not going to be in this weekend and he's the most expensive midfielder, second most expensive player in the game. His price has just been fucking plummeting. Yeah, it already um, dropped again. To, we're recording on Tuesday night. It just dropped, it dropped again. Already. So. Yeah, so it's at 11 too. Mm-hmm. And it'll yeah, probably and drop again, honestly, by the time the weekend rolls. Yeah, he could triple drop, right? Yeah. If he'd be in for a triple drop. Yeah, I mean, everyone right. that has him, you can't you can't hide that on your bench. It's too expensive. He's not like a mid-price midfielder yeah, that you that's could bench or whatever. He's yeah. too expensive. Um, so for those of you that are listening to this and still have him, we I think we're going to spend some time going over who to replace him with. Alon and I already both made our transfers for the Alexis out, so we'll get there. But mm-hmm. um, why don't we start with Ozil? Yeah, Ozil. That's that's where I wanted to start too. A lot of people had both of them already, so if you did, obviously this doesn't apply. But he's been in the best form of probably any player in the Premier League over the last like six or seven game weeks. He's still the absolute center of everything on Arsenal and. You know, regardless with or without with or without Alexis, they're still top four team easily. So he should still be in the points. It's not like Alexis has been scoring anyway. Yeah, I mean that's a point. Alexis has been blanking for the last month or so. So Ozil's been just assisting, and he finally got another goal the last this last weekend with that nice dink. But yep. it's the kind of thing that you, even though Alex, um, Arsenal are ravaged by injury, they're still Arsenal, and they're still going to score goals. And Ozil's fucking ownership levels are through the roof right now and there's no signs of letting up it's just if you don't have him it's similar to like not having Vardy like you're just trying to make up his points and it's not gonna be a good thing for you so that's well, it's me. if you don't already I have, don't have him. him either it's it's horrible it's been horrible what I don't have him either it's been horrible <laughs> oh it's all yeah oh uh, yeah you're right yeah you still don't have him I still don't have him I went to Coutinho which Last week looked a really good move when he scored, and then, sorry, two weeks ago looked a really good move when he he scored and assisted, and then Didn't he got hurt that. and blanked, and now it's a nightmare. Yeah, that is a nightmare. But uh, but yeah, Otsal just seems like the simplest no-brainer transfer. Mm-hmm. Just get him in. He's he's doing really well. He's gonna keep doing well, and he's getting the points. So yeah, Otsal's easily the number one option for for us. Yep, and then I think. A convenient next way to go is is what we recommended to Umar, which is like a Barkley Delafeu type of move. If you don't have Everton coverage, they their fixtures still for the next five or so are incredible, and they just can't stop scoring. So, especially if yeah. you don't have Lukaku, that that's a great move too. Yeah, and even if you do have Lukaku, like I don't. Think yeah, no, I, we both we both have two, right? You have two. Well, I only have one now. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, even if you don't have Lukaku, like, if you have can free up $4 million by going to Jerry D or, or Barkley and get someone, and Barkley's has back-to-back double-digit hauls that look like they're scoring, Everton's in form, the fixtures are great, um, yep. they're great picks. And with that money, you can get Aguero, it's Aguero money, or you can upgrade Mares to a heavy hitter or something like that. But uh, Barkley or Dale Lefe is still really good chats, and, yeah. I don't know. I'm still, like, fucking annoyed about Barkley because I know you've had him for a while, but I still feel like he's just getting so lucky. I know, right? It doesn't like, feel... Like, the balls are... They're just yeah. falling to his feet, and I'm just like, 
the yeah, fuck? no, like, I still would recommend someone Jerry D over Barkley, especially with that million differences. Barkley's gone up like twice. Yeah, it just doesn't feel consistent from Barkley. And I feel I've like been, he's overperforming. Yeah, I totally agree. Like he's not scoring Barkley goals. He's just scoring like bullshit dribblers that fall to him. But the one thing is that's weird about it at the same time is like when we talked about Barkley a while ago, we were talking about how he never gets in the box and shit. But these have been like he's been in the right in place the at the right time in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he's just having more license to run forward or he's just like has a more killer instinct. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I've, he's I've, still you know, like fucking zero years old. He's He could just be an improving as a player. So Yeah, he, that could very well be. <laughs> I mean, half of. Half of football is being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, totally. Well, even a half of football, but a, a portion of it. And, I mean, you look at the midfield standings right now, and Barkley's third. Like, he's having this fucking insane year. Yeah. Um, Everton as a whole feel like they're all breaking out at once. It's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, it's, and I, but the thing I was thinking about, and, I mean, the Bournemouth game was insane last week on that 3-3, but... Yeah. I think Palace home is such a trap game. I think they're going to lose. I think we're going to do them. I could see it. I mean, it's funny, right? I'm a Liverpool fan. Like, the, you think about the vibes around each of the teams. And just, you know, if you weren't looking at the table, you'd be like, Everton are having, like, an incredible season. They're flying. Liverpool are kind of down, but clawing their way up. And Liverpool are two points ahead of them. Yeah, you know, but the one like, thing that yeah. the one thing that Everton has feather in their cap, or like over the next four or five, like you expect them to win almost all those games. Yeah, totally. I'm just uh, saying but, it's like a weird deception thing because they're scoring yeah. so much, but they, yeah. their defense has been really leaky and they've blown some games. Yeah, but that's also like I mean you're in the same city, but like it's also the expectation. Like the expectation yeah. for Liverpool is always so much higher than the expectation yeah, for Everton. So. Yeah. But anyway, but that aside, yeah, I mean Everton attack looks ripe, and and Barkley's been banging points, and Dale Fails look really good, so they're really good options too. Yep. Uh, and then let's go to City midfield. I mean, I know so many people dropped De Bruyne and kept Alexis to get Aguero money last week, so. Yep. I think a lot of those people are just putting their tail between their legs and going right back to De Bruyne after his haul. What do That's you think? me, dude. That is me. I did the that exact move, and I was so fucking mad. Like I, I tweeted, I officially fucking hate KDB, and so many yeah. people thoroughly enjoyed that as they like. And you know what he did today? What? Oh my god, he was good today. He was unreal today. So I don't know. Maybe I just he just hates me and just fucking blank for fun and now he's back yeah i mean de bruyne the thing is i mean he had the tap in but and the assists were okay one of them was pretty lucky off that fucking weird ass corner the delphi yeah i don't know how he got the assist for that yeah me neither but it's just the kind of thing that people i think that bought de bruyne early at like 10 or have just been sitting and not even thinking about it and like i bought him really late i bought him at 10 6 like i was late to the party and i haven't really thought too much about getting rid of him just because He's such class. I'm like, he's, he blanked a couple games, but like City were out of sorts, like Aguero was out. They were just fucked. Yeah. And now that Silva's back, Aguero's back, like, he's just going to get points. He's yep. so good. Yeah, no, he's fucking amazing, and he's on yeah. the best scoring team in the league. Yeah, so I mean, De Bruyne, if you don't have him already, it's kind of same as like Ozil. Like, to me, I feel like those are the two midfielders that should be more or less like very highly slash universally on. You're making me feel really bad about my transfer. I know, but whatever. But you're flair. <laughs> and then the, I mean, the third I am a flair player. The uh, third player is Mars. Like you don't have him either. I know. I'm a mad, I'm clearly a mad scientist. Role I always have been. 
Yeah. But um, where yeah. else are we going at midfield? So should we get to? Well, I guess well, you, no, you have. Well, no, because I want to mention Silva too, because some people are like, yeah, sorry. again, tweeting at me about Silva and that kind of shit, and it just listen. I love Silva more than most people. Like, I think he's honestly way better at actual football than De Bruyne. I think he brings a team so much more. That said. For fantasy, you don't get points for connecting the midfield to the front line and things that Silva does like so masterfully. Um, KDB just is so, so much more of a goal threat. He's so much more like in the box and shooting and on the free kicks. He scored a beautiful free kick today. Like he's definitely a better option than Silva, I think, for FPL. Yeah, I mean, I think we still need a little bit of time to see how they're going to play together, but I see what you mean, because a lot of times Silva, get, Silva gets that hockey assist, the assist to the assister. Oh, yeah, and he did um, that today, too. Yeah, As De Bruyne yeah. gets two goals. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, De Bruyne, like, he makes those incisive crosses that the only option is, like, the defender clears it for a corner or there's a goal. Yeah. Like, Silva does the little ticky-tack side pass type things to yeah. try and unlock the defense, and yeah. he might just get played out of it. Yeah. It's tough, but, I mean, owning both will be the best. Yeah, of course. But De Bruyne, I still think Silva's a phenomenal pick for FPL. Like, I I wouldn't fault someone for taking him over De Bruyne, especially now that there's, like, about almost a million in it. Yeah, I don't know. If you have know. the funds, I, I think I kind of would, to be honest. I yeah, just think, think the goal is that much, that much different. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, fucking Silva had a bunch of goals last year. Yeah, he did, and he... Had some earlier this year before he got hurt, but I don't know. We had that one that was disallowed. That was uh, ridiculous. I had Game him. Week one that was when you had him. But yeah, I don't. I mean, I think Silva also for the differential. I mean, it's like a little early, I guess, but I think Silva's like. De Bruyne is a great pick, but I think Silva's a really good pick, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not yeah. saying he's a bad pick. I'm just saying yeah. I would always choose KDB, I think. Yeah. Did we talk about last week about my No Aguero plan, or was that after the pod? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, you getting oh, okay. both of them? Yeah. yeah what so, I mean, that's that? another thing is for the midfields that had De Bruyne already, like getting Silva in is just amazing. Yeah, to just be a like part having, of that team and you yeah. have no Aguero and you're fine. Yeah, could be fine. Still probably not fine. But <laughs> Coutinho also, I mean, a lot of people brought him in even though he was flagged, which was insane to me. Like, he didn't he rise in price this week even though he was flagged? I don't know if he rose, but yeah, I, I have seen a lot of people bringing him in and. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to be fine last week, so I'm not that encouraged by the fact that he's in, like, full training this week. Like, they could just be pulling a fast one on us, so I don't know. I mean, and it's not like Klopp has a lack of options at midfield. Yeah, so it seems a little rash to bring in Coutinho. I'm not sure if that's... Yeah. yeah. And tomorrow, you have your cup tie tomorrow. It's not even going to fucking give you any... Like, what do you want? Yeah, he's not going to play... He's not going to start. No. If he makes the bench, I guess that would be ideal. Yeah, I guess that would be ideal, yeah. Gets a little But, I mean, out. Coutinho came off the back of three double-digit hauls. Like, he's been the form of his life. Yeah, I have him, and I'm happy I have him. But to bring him in, I don't know. It seems a little bit shady. Yeah. and But a lot of people last week brought in Firmino, and he was just so dire against Swansea. He was giving the ball away so much. I mean, uh, I don't even want to get into that game. That game is fucking agony, dude. I was just like... The fact that we hadn't, we, our one goal was like kind of a bullshit pen. It was just like, we don't yeah. fucking deserve this. Like, we couldn't break them down. It was fucking sad to watch. Yeah, but you scrapped it and the conditions were insane. We scrapped it, and I mean, I guess that's just what we look like without like Hendo, Sturge, Coutinho, honestly, you know? Yeah, I mean, 
Yes, that's what ha- that's what that's happened. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but what about Hazard? Hazard. Yeah. So I guess we'll get into who we both brought in. I brought in Hazard. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want. I did it. I did an early. Tra- I had two free, so that helped me a little. But I did an early transfer, which isn't something I normally do. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I have a plan to bring in Silva for Mane after the Villa game. And I wanted to stick to that, and I didn't really want to like tear up my team structure too much because I do think I'm going to want Alexis back when he's fit. Yeah. So I didn't want to downgrade Alexis too drastically because I know I wouldn't be able to control myself, and I would spend money elsewhere, and I would be fucked till January. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. But I mean, Hazard, I, I don't know. I think I the more I it's sat, I've sat on it with him and my team. Like it feels nice because it's you know he's so he's such a nice friend. And he's been a good friend of mine the last couple of years on my team. Yeah. But, and he's I mean, your wife's year, favorite player. Yeah, he's my wife's favorite player. I was telling like, to my wife, I'm like, should I bring in Hazard? She's like, Hazard? It's like, yes. Like, <laughs> she loves him. I don't know why. Yeah, he's a good looking um, guy, I guess. I mean, he's just a good friend. But I mean, he had that one potential goal last week yeah. that Loris went down low to stop. And he was playing in the false nine the game before he was playing in the hole. And... Mourinho keeps saying he's not going to be a number 10 for me because he doesn't do X, Y, and Z. And I mean, he really is. He won player of the year on the left wing. and That doesn't mean he's not going to be a good fantasy option. But when he's playing as false nine, like rotating out with Pedro, and it's just tasty. And they ha- the fixtures, I mean, it's Bournemouth at home. So I'm just sitting here. They have Bournemouth at home, Watford at home. They have some fucking ridiculously good fixtures coming up. Yeah. Um, they haven't been scoring. They've been scoring like one goal max a game. I think they're averaging something like 1.6 goals a game or something mm-hmm. this year as a team mm-hmm. uh they don't look good as a team but it looks like he's coming back into the mood and he has one what does he have one goal on the year in the league is that correct max yeah he has one goal and three assists in the league and it's game week 14 yeah i mean how long is it's i just feel like it's a matter of time and yeah no i i, I fully agree i didn't hate the move i probably feel better about the move than you do because i mean it is it is a punt there's no there's no way around that. Being the best player in the league or not, he had, just hasn't done anything this year. But he looked really, really good. And I pretty much agree with your logic. It's just like, how long could this realistically continue? Like, he's looked a lot better last couple of weeks than he did earlier in the season. He's nailed to be starting. They need wins. They need goals. Like, I just don't believe that he's not going to do his thing. Yeah, and the kind of thing is I'm also just thinking historically about Hazard. Like, he's not, like, old, or, like, Fabregas. Like, is he going to drop off the cliff at any any day? Like, he's in his prime. Mm-hmm. The, the stats and the numbers and returns haven't been there. But last year, I mean, he was nailed into every team forever. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, almost the number one captaincy option most weeks last year because Seguin Aguero was hurt or whatever. But yeah. I just, again, it's the kind of thing that, you know that he's going to be getting max bonus points off of a single return most most weeks. And I just feel like it's a punt worth taking when Alexis gets hurt and it's not like having to make room in the budget somewhere else. And, you know, he started at 11-5. I'm sure a lot of people had him to start the year and still felt burned about that. Yeah. But, I mean, down to 10-9 is still not cheap at all, but you can do an easy swap with Alexis. It's, it's a punt, but it's just something for me. With, I already have De Bruyne. I already had Ozil. It's just a punt worth taking when I'm looking at Hazard versus some of the other options we're talking about. Right. I figure just like, what if he just starts coming good and he's going to want to, everyone's going to want to get him in. Yeah, he'll he's rise faster than team. anyone's ever risen, basically. 
Yeah, I mean, that could happen, realistically. So yeah. I haven't had a whirl with him this season, and it feels good to, like, see him again because, again, he's just an old friend. <laughs> but yeah. I'm still not convinced. And I, I'll be, I, they have Bournemouth at home, and people are talking about captaining him. And, I mean, that, that's, that's just psycho. A, that's a little That's a step too far. Yeah, that's a bit too far. And the, another thing is just a little concerning with him is, like, is he on pens? Because so many of his goals last year were on pens. I feel like almost... He's fucked his pens this year. Yeah, he's... But at the same time, like, who's going to take pens for them? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oscar Willian? <laughs> yeah, Willian's... Willian do, takes but... his pens from 30 yards out to the left side of the box. Yeah, right. But I feel like it could be still Hazard. Like, there's no yeah, number should, one should designation. Be. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's still going to take the ball if they get a pen in the league. Like, he's, so. like, going to just say fuck off. Well, he's and... also the one that's going to draw it, so... Yeah, so either way, it's an assist or a penalty miss, so I'm going to yeah. get, like, <laughs> three or negative two. Yeah. So, yeah, Hazard. I mean, I think Hazard's a good shout. I have him, so I'm going to ride him for the next month or so. And, and that's another... I mean, talk about a nailed-on player for the fixture pileup. I mean, Hazard's not going to be rested for... Mourinho doesn't rest to anyone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and for me, I went for Ericsson. Part of the reason being yeah. I don't want to have the same team as you. <laughs> Yeah. Which was like why I didn't go for Kolarov at the beginning of the season, which was a bad move. Um, no, I really like the the Hazard move. I went Ericsson in kind of a panic moment, like an hour ago, because I saw Alexis was going to drop again, and I was just like, fuck, I need to get rid of him immediately. He's going to drop like 0.3 this week. Um, I like Ericsson. Uh, Tottenham are in great form. They have good fixtures coming up, and I don't have Kane. And that those are the main reasons. And Kane is, like, over 30% ownership. He's many people's captaincy choices. And I'm not going to bring him in. My forward line is set. So I just wanted to kind of cover it a little bit. And Erickson can get... He can score in bunches. Um, so I'm kind of also hoping I just catch fire. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing with Erickson is he's kind of streaky with the free kicks. He just gets yeah. on form and he bangs a few in. And then he and he's also, like, he's normally in the bonus when he returns. So. Yeah, and so they're at um, West Brom, and home again, Newcastle, like you said, then they have home Norwich in, like, three weeks. Like, that, they should do some things. Like, Tottenham should dominate those games. Yeah, the fixtures are great. Yeah. And if you don't have Kane, having Erickson is great. And he's such a huge differential. Yeah. And he's the kind of player, like you said, he can, he can return like three double-digit games in the span of four or five. He's no done problem. it time and time again, yeah. Yeah, he, he does it every season. So he could he could rapidly rise up in the midfield point standings. And, I, I mean, I think Erickson, we were talking about Erickson, and I was looking at Erickson a lot too because yep. I just, I, I love him and, I don't know. I think I'm over it last year when he was mad at me and he didn't get me any points <laughs> yeah. end of the season. Yeah, but, I mean, it's um, a little punty, but it's fun. It's fun to punt. It's punt fun, fun to punt. So let's go on, right? Yeah, let's. Uh, so another thing we want to talk about what the fuck happened was Sunny. Sunny emailed like last week and was saying, like, what is a double game week? And he was like, you don't mean that there are two games in one week, right? Like, that doesn't make sense. So, yeah. for I mean, I guess because we were crazy we have a fucking podcast about fpl if you guys are listening <laughs> if it's your first year or you're not too sure about things that happen later on this season double game week what is a double game week alon so basically once the cups get a little bit further and teams start to have having to play you know because the the league cups like the fa cup capital one cup the later rounds of those are played on the weekend not played on midweek so what the fa does is move 
is shift around a schedule. So a team will have two games in one fantasy game week, meaning they'll play on like Saturday like normal. Well, they'll have one game off for the cup, and then sometime later in the season they'll play like a Saturday game like normal, and then they'll play like a Tuesday or a Wednesday game. And you'll get yeah, so the, the combined points for one week. Yeah, so, so the weird thing about it is like what you mentioned earlier, immediately there was that they'll have a blank game week. So if they have a game on a given Saturday, they won't play that league game and they'll play the FA Cup game instead. Mm-hmm. So they'll have a blank that week. So if you have an Arsenal player and they don't have a game that week, they just you just have to bench them or figure it out. Yeah. But then, like you said, they'll still have their scheduled league games on the weekends, but the game will get made up midweek at a later date. Right. So what we're really looking at for those game weeks are kind of between like game weeks typically 30 and 38 and I think there it's already decided of like there's a, a wide range of teams that are still involved in these competitions and like yeah. who could potentially have double game weeks and when it looks most likely for the league to reschedule their league games and gotcha. what weeks they would have double game weeks. But um the important thing about it is looking at like looking at it like this is that typically there's one like bumper double game week every year where there are several teams that have two games in one week. Yep. And like you're talking about maybe like eight teams that have a double game week or six or sometimes ten. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ten games have to be rescheduled because if it falls right, if there are five teams that advance to round five or whatever the fuck of the FA Cup, yeah. they don't play each other. They're all playing championship teams, for example. They'd all have to get rescheduled, so... You'd be faced with a nightmare blank scenario, but then a fortuitous double gaming scenario. So that's why we've been talking about the chips a little earlier on, saving your bench boost for those game weeks and taking hits for players that you could put on your bench and then have them for a bench boost in two games. Like they'll make that up just for minutes played because you'll right. get a minus four, you'll get four points for minutes played. So anything else they do is just extra points. Yeah, exactly. Those kinds so of things. Yeah. you can have. You can have 20 games go on, like, on your one game week on your team. And yeah. You can use something like bench boost to have all of them play. So even your bench players on double game weeks get points. Yeah. And, and same I mean, with triple captaincy. Kind of... I mean, for triple captaincy, you're basically committing that this person will, with the most certainty possible, score. So if there's a week where that person, say, like, you know, a top striker or something, Aguero, Kane, something like that, has like two home fixtures in a double game week, like that's when you save your triple captain to use it then. Yeah, and I was thinking it's like a little tricky because you can't use more than one chip on a given week. Uh, and typically there is that one bumper game week where there are a lot of fixtures that have doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that's better for bench boost because you better can have for more bench of those players on your team. Yeah. But if you, can, if you can hold that triple captaincy for a double game week where there's maybe only like two teams that have it, and right. if one of those teams has a good captaincy option, like rolling the dice on that because obviously if you have two like remember last week fucking Maddie Phillips had that 20 point double game week and I mean it's the kind of thing that it's even maybe worth taking a hit for your fifth midfielder to replace him with someone in a double game week because again you're going to come out net zero on the transfer on itself even if it's a hit even yep. for a fourth or a fifth bench defender yep. if they just get anything from it you're going to be in the points so yeah it's yep. just something it's something that if you still have them, I think it's great. I mean, I haven't, I haven't really considered using any of my chips yet, but yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and that's that, how you use them. That's the best way to use them. We'll see. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, let's get good. into cap. Yeah, they're both good. Yeah. Let's get into Captain's Clean. Okay, yeah. Um, right off the bat, the early game is City at Stoke. 
I don't know if Aguero's fit. I think he is, though. Yeah, I think Pellegrini came out today and said he's, like, hopeful that he's going to be fit for and, the weekend. Yeah, and Pellegrini, and uh, what, what's his name? Aguero even said, like, he, like, tweeted or something. Like, for those of you worried, I just took a knock on my heel. I'm fine, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird because when he got subbed last weekend, like, uh, the sub was already ready to be made. And then yeah, it was, yeah, that yeah. was, like, the last play was that play when he just, like, came down weird on his shit. And, like, people were like, oh, he's getting subbed because he was injured. Like, he was getting subbed before that happened for sure. Yep. So it was it was unrelated to the substitution, but he could have obviously gotten injured. So yeah. I mean, he wasn't on the bench today for the their Capital One Cup yeah, game, which is probably like a good thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I mean, Pellegrini is normally pretty candid with his interviews. Like, I feel like I always wake up on like Friday and see him saying like players A, B, C, D, and E are not fit. Right. So, so yeah, we'll know more as the week goes along. But I I think. I mean, people will probably captain KDB, and I've blanked with him, and you have too, as my captain before. I'll never blank. I'll never captain him again. But it's not bad. Yeah. And is Shawcross playing, or did he get to? He wiped his suspension with the midweek game, right? Yeah. So he'll be playing. So they're still a good defense, but City should dominate. Yeah, I think they probably will do. But Stoke's defense is really good, also. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if yeah. they're gonna roll them over. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, Aguero is always a good chat, so yeah. if he's going to be fit, I think that's a good captaincy choice. Yep. Well, so Arsenal, home, Sunderland. Yeah, Ozil. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still like, Sam's been so fucking parked bus away, and they've been really tight. Yeah, I, d- I don't love it, and he's usually not in the goal scoring, but he's just been so good. Yeah, I, all, I mean, I think Giroud is a better option for captaincy if anyone has him. Really? I don't know. Ozil yeah. gets those max bonus every fucking week. Yeah, that's true. He has been doing. Maybe yeah. I mean he's he's a good choice for sure because it's still Sunderland, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just nervous because they were really bad after Alexis got hurt. Yeah, I'm not ecstatic about either of those. Um, yeah, I'm not ecstatic about Southampton either, but they're home to Villa. I know. I mean, anyone who's stuck with Pella is just probably hoping he just gets a return. Captaincy's not there. Yeah, I've seen some people contemplating Mane captaincy. I've been there. I'm not considering it. Uh, it's the kind of thing that I hope that they do well because I still have Mane, but I not, like a 1-0 wouldn't surprise me. No, me neither. They've been struggling. They're, yeah, they've been struggling for goals. What about a little bit more fruitful uh, Tottenham, maybe? Yeah, I mean, West Brom have been dire at home because Pulis has been playing more open, but I still just never feel comfortable away West Brom. Like, I'm just always thinking, like, oh, it's a Pulis clean sheet. Like, he's in a park the bus. Like, you never know when it's going to happen, but... Kane, I have, I am seriously considering Kane for me for myself. Yeah, it's definitely a shout with his form. Uh, but you also skipped over Vardy. I don't think that should be overlooked. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because he's. I'm starting and, to feel like maybe that's the most comfortable option because Swansea are fucked and they're not going to be parking the bus and they're going to be counterattacking with Will at Will and Ashley Williams was like their Swansea's defense was not good last weekend. They were they're just they just look a really bad dire side with like no answer. It's so bizarre. Yeah. They started the season so know. hot and they're just they're just fucking dog shit now. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, but that's the thing is like I feel more comfortable captaining Vardy away to Swansea than I do Kane away to Westbrook. Yeah. Almost, just yeah. Cause, and I mean everyone ha- if you have Kane you have Vardy pretty much like that's tough. Yeah. No, I agree I with know. that. I agree with that. Um and then Chelsea home Bournemouth. I mean, Hazard is that's just a massive punt. Yeah, I don't think that's worth it. You don't take punts on your captaincy, especially when they're differentials already. It's just not worth yeah. it. 
Yeah, I mean, if he gets a goal, like, you're just laughing with your 10 points because that's great for you. But and it's a huge differential. You don't need a punt. He's been blanking for the last month, so that's nuts. Yeah, and then Lukaku. Yeah, Lukaku. I mean, I think, I think, I think we're going to do Everton. I think, I think we're going to – we're so good away. Like, I, I love you guys away. Like, you guys are, are really tough. But it's still, if you're playing old school – Palace away form, just counterattacking, going ham, then I think you'll, you'll still probably concede home to Everton. Yeah, we and always that, concede. Yeah. I and just so don't I see like Lukaku a three-goal game from Everton. Right. But I still think Lukaku is as good an option as, say, Kane. Yeah, I agree completely. Probably better. Home yeah. Palace. Yeah, and I mean, I'm a Palace fan, so I'm not You're a little unbiased. bit biased. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although Wickham, so some good dude, options this week. It's Wickham, fucking difficult. Wickham is Wickham made you guys tick. Yeah, but he was so bad against fucking Sunderland. He was absolutely useless. All right. Well, that was his first game back, right? Yeah, I know. But he was basically doing the same things, and I think it was like he was made better because Newcastle's defense was that much worse. Right. right that like right. Sunderland was like they were playing well against us defensively, so like Wickham couldn't do shit. But gotcha. Newcastle was was. Just a ridiculous joke at the back. It was so bad, yeah. They're fucked. Yeah, no, captaincy is really fucking tough this week. Yeah, and it's the same thing like last week. Like, if you hit, you just, it makes your game look like you have a big green arrow. Yeah. God, uh, what I about might, fucking if, Igalo? How did we not talk about him? Oh my god, Odeon. He's probably Legend. the best option. He's the best option by. A Norwich mile. have been tight. And I mean, but that's like a relegation no, six pointer kind of. Yeah, no, Norwich haven't kept it clean in fucking millennia. I know, but they've only let up like one goal a game for the for a while. And who's gonna score that one goal? Obviously, Gallo. Gallo. I mean, like that's the best option that we've gone through. I think. Yeah, if I had him, I'd probably just captain him. Yeah. I feel more comfortable with him than Lukaku. This By week. the way, Dini, dude, I love Dini. Yeah, he's so ugly. He's so good. He's so good. Like he. I didn't realize I was watching Match of the Day. He grew up um, a Birmingham, Birmingham fan. Yeah. And yeah. then he That's was he on Aston Villa, and they cut him from the academy. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to just fucking shove it in them. God. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. Yeah, he, it was great. Yeah. All right, clean sheets. Yeah, this will be a little bit more fluid. Um, it's a Arsenal. lot of the same teams that we just covered, really. Yeah, Arsenal, only team we didn't cover for captaincy, obviously, was Man United because their attack is the worst thing ever. Yeah. That's going to be probably a clean for them. Probably, yep. Southampton. Southampton. Um, maybe Leicester. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Wofford. Wofford maybe. Yeah. Um, Chelsea. Should, yeah, Chelsea is probably the best option. Yeah, Spurs, Liverpool. Liverpool. That's it. Yeah. I mean, like... But that we just named, like, eight teams. If I might lose my shit, and as I'm a biased Liverpool fan, too, like, if Coutinho is announced 100% fit, like, I don't really love any of my captaincy options. I could could just go Coutinho. Fucking Newcastle, dude. That would be... That would be very bold. Yeah, but, I mean, like I mean, you said, he missed one game, but besides that, he's in the best form of his life. He has four yeah. goals and an assist in the last three. Yeah. I still would probably... Yeah, I don't know. I would still probably captain uh, Vardy over him. Vardy, yeah. It's just safer. It is safer. Like, how is Vardy not going to score at Swansea? The Swansea are fucking horrible. Yeah, it seems impossible. Yeah. Um. Cool, that's it for that. Do you want to go on to our teams? Yeah, let's go to our teams. I mean, we're going to try and keep it a little shorter, as you mentioned. So 
We already covered the moves that we both did. I'm not going to make another move. I'm out of freeze. Well, I didn't um, cover my we moved for but what about last week? What did you say? I had a great I made a great move last week. No one knows about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you teased it a little bit. Tell me more. Call I did Kolarov out to Shawcross. So I wanted to get the only player that would get a red card last weekend. <laughs> I really wanted that minus three. I wanted to feel the minus three. Yeah. That's yeah, a, I mean, I was that's a mare. I needed a free funds up. It's a bit I, of a I mare. Mean, I was, yeah, it was, I was very pessimistic on Man City's clean sheet potential, which turned out to be true. They conceded. Little, little do I know. Colorado's going to have a goal. But I was really between Shawcross and Moreno because uh, that was the price bracket I was looking at. I was also looking at Murdisacker, but it kind of didn't fall in with my, my plans. Um, and I kind of convinced myself into Shawcross for the differential piece and uh, a little maybe more attacking than Moreno. I mean, Moreno's got Come all the on, stats. more and, attacking than Moreno? All right, Moreno's got all the stats of touches in the final third, blah, 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 crosses. He doesn't fucking have a final ball in him. He has one goal, like, in his Liverpool career. Yeah, and yeah. every time I watch him, he's fucking dog shit. He just puts shit into the defender's feet. He gets corners. Wow. He can't beat the first man okay. marking him. Okay. Okay. So I mean, I have thought about it, <laughs> but I don't feel like I don't feel like Moreno is as attacking Moreno. as people think. Just because he's a marauding left back doesn't mean he has any end product. Moreno. Like saying, whatever. Whatever. But um, <laughs> I I I I don't know. I'm just also more bitter because I got minus three. You're very bitter. Yeah. Yeah. But shock cross. Yeah. I mean shock. The second yellow was a little bit mad. Like it was. Uh, I think it was Mike Dean referencing That was a just fucking horrible that. call. It was bullshit. I mean, he got the ball. It was soft. It was. It was just bullshit. Yep. And I think, was, yeah, I think Mike Dean was refing. He just, you know, he likes to be in the headlines and have his fucking huge ass head shown on match of the day or whatever <laughs> yeah, English shit they have. Yep. So shot cross got the red. And and again, I, I I thought that Stoke was a better shout for a clean this weekend, which is really when I needed them than Liverpool. That turned out not to be true, but. They also held on to like the 80th minute and conceded off a set piece with 10 men. So if Shawcross, if he didn't yeah. blow that bullshit whistle on the red, like he probably would have gotten a clean for me. I totally. Know. No, yeah, that's totally fair. No, it's, it's unlucky. Yeah. It's nothing else but unlucky, and that's part of fantasy. But. Yeah. yeah, Mike but, Dean yeah, looks so like a turtle, and he fucked you. Yeah, so <laughs> Shawcross in for me. Was, and that was the difference for me for a green or a red. I went down a 1,000 places last, last week instead of probably going up something like five or 6,000. Yeah, you so had a good week like, other than that. Yeah, I had a good, pretty good week, but I still got a red because it's starting to get tight up there. Yeah, no, I got, I got a big yeah. red. I thought I had a decent week too, and I had a big red. I missed on my captain. That was the thing. That's always the thing. Yeah, Captain Aguero, he blanked, and I went down. That's basically it. Yeah. And then Coutinho didn't play, so I got you an got auto sub of Jeff bench. Cameron, which was a zero. So yeah, that's an idea. that combination will always be a red. So you got Erickson in for Alexis this week, and that's it. Yep, that's all I did. And, you know, I might still start four defenders and just bench King, um, who's away at Chelsea, because my the defenders I have are Monreal, home Sunderland, Smalling, home West Ham, Moreno at Newcastle, and Bertrand, home Villa. Yeah, those are all really good fixtures. Those are just incredible. So, so did you share, but what, because, like, we fucking pot and we talk about the moves we're going to make, and then we don't say what we do, because then it's next week. Wait, what do you mean? What? Like, what did you did? Does like you got King in? Like, what were your transfers from last week? Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we never go over those. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, I got um, I did De Bruyne to King on Bournemouth's King, and then I did Mitrovic to Aguero. So yeah. it was one of the things that we teased about, and I think on the pod I said I was gonna do kind of like a triple change instead and take 
a minus eight and get Smalling involved Smalling, so yeah. I could get a better midfielder. Yeah. But then through a hundred texts between you and producer Nate, um, we all kind of came to the conclusion that like it's worth a punt. King's out of position. I can only take a minus four and do it, and I still have fle- flexibility within my team. So, yeah. and it's and not like Smalling fun. is bad or anyone I want to get rid of. He's really mm-hmm. good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was it. And I got a red arrow, but I still like my team. And you know, yeah, I mean you're in good shape. I mean, yeah. getting rid of Mitrovic obviously before you blanked was huge. Even though yeah, Blair he didn't even play. Two. So. But, I mean, King got you five. I mean, obviously, you lost a lot of points in those transfers. You took the Yeah, the KDB fuck, yeah. fucking fucked me, but yeah. But it sets you up. I mean, you have Aguero now, which is great. And mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, starting those four defenders sounds pretty good to me, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, King away at Chelsea, like, it's hard They've to imagine so that. Yeah. yeah, and I think, I mean, Chelsea, they could just do them. I'm just like, I feel like I'm waiting for Chelsea to just be like a 3-0, like a nice comprehensive victory. I know. It's been so long, so long. right? But they've been showing signs, yeah. I don't. I think yeah. that's a pretty good shout, actually, dude. Yeah, they've been playing really well. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably going to stick with that, and then I just have to figure out my captain, maybe. It'll be between Vardy, Lukaku, ah, probably just those two in the end, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I mean, Aguero, you could still consider... I could consider, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Aguero, it's tough because of the fitness factor. We'll just have to see if press conferences. Yeah, is he just going to play 60? I don't know. I mean, there's no real reason why they... I mean, if anything, they have their Champions League game next week, but they're already probably going to finish second. He could play him the full game and then give him the week off to recover. Yeah, I think they might actually be nailed to second. Is it something like Juventus would have to lose... Yeah, Juventus would have to lose to and they would have to win by like goal shitty, difference. and they would have to yeah exactly. So yeah, that's not gonna happen. It's probably not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, you look like you're okay for the weekend. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I had two frees last week, and I only used one to do the uh, wonderfully the wonderfully move that executed. shall be shall not be named. Yeah. So I and I floated the other so. Uh, yeah, I had I had like sixty three points. I went down a thousand. I'm at around seventeen, eighteen k. Um, I had Lukaku captain last week, which is okay. Um, better than if I had Aguero cap- um, Alexis captain, which is who I was considering otherwise. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I got Hazard in for Alexis. I'm considering. So I need a free up point. Uh, my plan is to to get rid of Mane next week for Silva. I want to mm-hmm. keep Mane this week against Villa home. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a free up point for in the bank, and the route for me to do that would either be to downgrade Yanmot or to downgrade Protal. Um, I don't really want to get Simpson in for Protal because I think that he's not nailed, and I think he's going to be back on the bench soon. I don't know. There was something about that Richie Delate like 80th minute sub, sub last yeah, weekend yeah. that just made me really scared about Simpson. Um, I mean, they've been playing better defensively with Simpson over the last month or so, but. I just, like, if he's thinking, oh, we need more pace at that position to cope or something, like, and he's making a right-back substitution when it's 1-1, I'm nervous about that. So I really don't want to go with Simpson. And other than that, I mean, Ryan Bennett's not going to get much more time, so I think Russell Martin's back. So there are no options there. So I'm looking at doing Jan Mott down to, uh, I'm I'm looking at actually Wes Morgan. Mm, Interesting. He's nailed. He's the captain. You remember he had those goals last week, last year, like... Yeah, but are you, you're never going to start him. 
I'm going to start on this. The thing is, I need someone for this week because I have Bertrand and then everyone else is shit. I have Shawcross, Home City, which is another reason why I don't know why the fuck I got Shawcross. So if I got Moreno, I could have started him last week and this week. And this week, yeah. But, They're I mean, both that was great fixtures. Yeah. So fucking stupid. Moreno. Yeah. And then I have Evans, Home Spurs, and Jan Mott, Home Liverpool. Wow. Yeah. That's so a, that's I'm going to have to start Evans. I mean, right. that's just going to be sad, and he'll probably get me. I mean, Evans got fucking two bonus last week in a 1 1. That was insane. What? Yeah, he got me four He points. was playing left back, I saw. Yeah, he was playing Maybe left he got back. Some, yeah, I don't know. Because McCauley was suspended or something like that? Yeah, something weird, yeah. But he got four points. It was 1 1. He got four points. I was wow. like, well, how does he have four points? And that's great. Like, oh, that's great. But, uh, I mean, Yanma, their fixtures are bad, and they're just so bad. Yeah. So I feel like if I go down him to Morgan, I'm trying to figure out. It gives me enough to do Mane to Silva next week. And then I'd have enough to go up to 4-6 with Protal's replacement and give me a little more well-roundedness. I could get, like, Van Anholt. Right. Um, or, like, uh, fucking Palace defense. I don't know. I don't, why would... I don't. Why... So, I'm like, if you're prioritizing this week, why are you picking Leicester away to Swansea over, like... I don't know, Watford, home Norwich or something. I'm just, I don't have, I don't have the funds because I have, if I get a 4-6 in for Yanmat, I won't have enough to do Mane to Silva. I need a free point four. Like I could get Brito, I guess. Yeah. But they only have, after, they have like two good fixtures and then they have the worst fixtures ever. Right. So like, I don't know. I but don't starting know. someone for two good fixtures is pretty good for like a deep four backup. Five. Yeah. Like, or Ake. I wouldn't want you to start get them Ake. again until, like, February. You could get Ake. Yeah, I could. I could do. But I feel like Leicester are just, like, kind of sneaky now that they're, like, they've been good defensively. Yeah, no, they, they have. It's a, it's a observant and, like, the fixtures, move. The fixtures are pretty bad, but for some reason I just feel... Yeah, I mean, I go know. with your gut. Yeah, I just, I'm feeling Wes Morgan for some reason. He's calling to me. Yeah. I feel like after I got Protal, I can't go back to the Watford well because I'm just so fucking mm, pissed. Yeah, that that's dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. That's something to think about. Yeah, now who I downgrade is, is something. And the other thing is I do want kind of to get uh, Van Anholt in for Protal. And if I go if I go to a 4-4 four, four, or 4-5, four, I won't be able to afford it. Right, so you're thinking further ahead than I am. Yeah, a little bit. And mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't say that before, but... <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's probably better to do the Yanmat out for a potential clean than keep him and save it, right? Right. Yeah. Because no, him that home makes to sense. Liverpool, like, what's he? It's the same thing this week. Like, if he doesn't get an attacking return, he's gonna get like zero. Yeah. No, they're, not I mean, they're, ship, they're so bad. Like, yeah, he, they're not gonna yeah. ship less than two goals. Yeah. Totally. So, agree. I mean, having Yanmat just seems like a fucking bullet in my head. Yep. All yep. right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so tweet us at FMLFPL. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, mm-hmm. Email us or rate my teams, FMLFPL at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, what SoundCloud, else iTunes, yeah, any subscribe, podcast app listen, or all that better, shit. Better, better, better. Join the league. Yeah, uh, well, well, how long are we going to fucking put the league ID in the thing? I don't know. I mean, I guess forever. I don't forever, know. Forever, forever and ever. I, I mean, we, like we get two. new people every week. Yeah, every week I see like two or three little new names. I get happy, but yeah, it's good. I mean, they're, they're no competition for like the Isle of Nambambu, but who is? You're right. Who is? Not us. Not us. All right. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Yep.
Network.